Hi, I'm Sarah, and welcome to the We Should Be in the Kitchen podcast, a podcast where my friend Liz and I talk about all of the things we usually talk about at our weekly Sunday lunch, or Friday night dinner, or whenever we get together, really. These topics vary from the hilarity of day-to-day life to theology, from how adorable our dogs are to the nuances of faith and life in this interesting cultural moment, all from the perspective of two women working in ministry. We might not get to share a meal with you, but you're always welcome at this table. Today on our seventh episode... Seventh? Yeah, we're at number seven. Is that lucky? Like lucky number seven. I don't know. I don't feel like today. Today was very has not lucky. been the luckiest day for us. So I don't know. We're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about Christmas. We're gonna talk about things that happened this last week. It's been interesting, and probably for the last month since it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast. And so, as always, we're excited to talk to you and pull up a seat. All right, welcome guys to the We Should Be in the Kitchen podcast. I am Sarah. And I am Liz. Welcome. It's been a while since we've done this, Liz. I know, and we both knew that we were going to like get really busy during this season, and we both said we needed to record more. Right. And we didn't. We just no. didn't. We didn't have time. Because when you get busy, yeah. you don't have time to record a podcast. Although, really interesting things happen um, when you're busy. Yeah. So it's been quite um, a month. It's been quite a day. It's been, a, it's been a day. <laughs> yeah. Liz and I got together earlier, so... Um, we were going to record this earlier, as usual, but once again, we just need to eat and then record this, because this has been yeah. the pattern where we get together to record it, but we're both kind of hangry. So much. And then after we eat, we're usually feeling better. Yeah. If you feed me sushi or Mexican food, my demeanor improves <laughs> pretty much immediately. Yep. Although Liz tonight, my gosh, it was like oh, eating with a boa constructor. Like, she just... A, a what? Like a boa constrictor. Constrictor. A boa constrictor. <laughs> oh, because it constrict? Yes. <laughs> I meant because it's like she opens her jaw up and all the food just goes right in. Yeah. I Well, explain why that why I was I so anxious at dinner. Oh, okay. So, we decided to go to dinner tonight. So Really let, early. It was at like 4.30. <laughs> dude, and we went to one sushi restaurant and it was full of senior citizens. <laughs> And so we had to make a second plan and go to a different sushi restaurant that was open before five o'clock. Yeah. Hmm. So, <laughs> so we started out the day. Yeah. We met here. I picked up my Dutch bros. I always get a hot white angel. It's not as fun when I order it. It's more fun when I send Liz to Dutch Bros and I make her order a hot white angel for me. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed that well, I had the, to order one for myself. The first time I ordered that for you, you're like, oh, I'll text you. So I'm... <laughs> just getting the text and so I'm reading it to the person like I need a hot white angel <laughs> and she just laughed they're delicious and, and I'm awkward so yeah it's true just adds to it so I stopped at Dutch Bros I ordered a couch for my office which yeah. it has been quite an adventure it's getting a, a couch to sit. there is so a little background on me is I have some commitment issues I don't know if that's um, a known thing but I just finally put art in my office. Yep. Um, I actually used to just be gray walls. (laughs) Right. And Alexa. And Alexa. (laughs) Oh, she's listening listening now. Oh, yeah. I just didn't want to be alone. And so I got an Alexa. You're never alone with Alexa. (laughs) It's true. I feel like she hears everything that I ever say. And so I had ordered a couch a long time ago. It was damaged in shipping. They were supposed to get me another one. Never ordered it. And then I decided I just wasn't going to get one. Well, I pulled the trigger. 
And I ordered a couch from Amazon, which <laughs> maybe not my brightest idea. Um, it came in pieces. And Liz was kind enough to come with her multi-tool. Yep. She brought her Leatherman with her to open all the boxes. Always. You always need one with you when you're doing any kind of project She home. bought me one tonight from Lowe's because she's a good friend. And so... And I was disappointed that you didn't have one. Why would I have one? Anyway, we put my couch together. <laughs> it made us hangry. We tried to go to sushi full of senior citizens, drove across town, stopped at a stoplight, and... You got rear-ended. I got rear-ended. Bad. Pretty bad. So, um... Yeah. I was playing Pokemon at the stoplight, but... Oh, don't admit that. Oh, I mean, I wasn't... to be on your phone. <laughs> but I didn't do anything uh, wrong. I was at the stoplight. She was completely stopped, officers, when this I happened. was completely stopped. Um, and all of a sudden, just boom. Yeah. And so, um, I already had a headache... Yeah. It's sort of just an emotionally weird day. And so it was quite a um, a jolt through our bodies. <laughs> we pulled over. We um, Turns out I didn't have, I only had expired um, insurance information. And I also gave her, um, I let her take a picture of my expired license. My license is not currently expired. I just accidentally <laughs> gave her the wrong one. Because you just I feel was, like you're digging yourself in a hole. I know. I'm telling this story. I know. It's okay. I don't really care. What's What's the worst that can happen? Uh, I'm pretty sure she was on her phone, so <laughs> yeah. it was, um, yeah, quite an evening. And then we went and had sushi. <laughs> I've just had a really busy week, just with programs and with uh, Christmas stuff happening. And so today, I had kind of taken part of today off, but was just kind of winding down. And then that happens. And one thing, <laughs> if you don't know this about me, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this before. I am, I could be an Olympic stress eater. Oh, like this a, is true. Like a gold medalist in the Olympics for this. So we sit down to eat, and I just I ate looked it all. away for a second. I had I finished my to entire text. roll, and you had eaten one piece. Right. Liz just <laughs> plows through and this, and then she some ate of some of mine too, <laughs> which happens pretty much every single time we go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. And food is involved. I think that's why I like going Mexican food places because the chips and salsa, like I can eat those mm. quickly and people don't seem to notice because they're always refilling them. Right. So. Yeah. Anyway. But when it's a sushi roll and like you have lapped me twice, <laughs> basically, yeah, then it's a little different. But besides that, then we came to my church where there was a Christmas concert. Yep. Um, we do this weekend of Christmas concerts. It was fun. We randomly sat by people from my church there. Yeah. Where they sat by us. They sat by us. Just, and they didn't even know that we were sitting there, so that was fun. Yeah. And they um, played a video. Well, Liz was, Liz was in a video that they showed, but also they, um, Liz introduced me. Oh, yeah. And they were like, Sarah from the podcast? <laughs> yes. And it made we me have anxious. followers. Look I'm at like, us. Oh, y'all actually listen. We have about 100 people who listen every week, which That's crazy. I don't know why y'all are listening to this. You are crazy. But I'm glad you're here. So yeah. tell me about your last few weeks, Liz. Well, I don't remember a whole lot because it's just been so busy and it feels like everything kind of lapped one right. thing after another. Um, multiple times this week I had to ask people what day it was <laughs> because I just, there were just, there's just so many events and so many of them were compiled, like compacted my schedule. Yeah. Um, That's like one of those occupational hazards from being in ministry is yeah. Christmas time is like the time. And it, it was funny, my, um, one of my staff members, my, my newest one, she's been working for us for about nine months. And during the October break during school, there's two weeks off in the middle of Oct- or the beginning of October. She was trying to plan out Christmas and the Christmas break, which is starting. And she was 
She said something like, oh, what kind of programs are we going to do during the Christmas break? And I went, you're so, you're funny. (laughs) You just don't know. She's like a mystery newbie. (laughs) And so then this week when we finally finished everything yesterday, she looked at me and said, you were right. I'm not going to want to do anything over these two weeks. Nope. And you're not supposed to. Like, go home. I don't want to talk to you for two weeks. I am officially on vacation. I I think I am too. Yeah. High five. Whoa, this is the second high five. That we've, we've ever, ever done. done. <laughs> and the second one on the podcast. Nice. I know. I feel good. Yeah. So next week we are um, going to stay in Sacramento for a few days, spend some time with my elderly aunt and uncle. They're great. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. What, a, what an adjective to give to no, them. <laughs> I love them dearly. They're a little um, older. So for instance, I texted my aunt and uncle, happy Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving day and they didn't text me back, but my uncle did write Happy Thanksgiving to all of my poker buddies on Facebook. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I always feel the love. Yep. They're not always the most technologically savvy, um, but it'll be good to spend time with them. But I did get yep. another text from my aunt who said, um, hey, are you guys coming up for Christmas? Hi. I don't mean to interrupt you. You're interrupting our podcast. This are is you our- doing the podcast? Right now. Right, right now. This is Cammie. Cammie, come on in. Merry Christmas. Oh my goodness. I'm sweaty and I'm so excited. Cammie, will you tell us, you, you want to be on the podcast. Oh, I'm desperate to be on what, the podcast. What did you say that you wanted to talk about? There was yeah. something real specific <laughs> that you wanted come to, to talk about. Oh, come closer to the mic. I can take off my necklace. <laughs> Guys, this is our friend Cammie. Hi. This is Cammie. My love for cats wearing clothes. Oh, pictures that, of cats wearing clothes. Do you um? How did you how did you develop this hobby, Cami? Well, my sister one time sent a picture of a cat wearing an ast- astronaut costume, and it's called oh. Catstronaut, <gasps> and it's hilarious. And the cat looks so serious, like you know, like really going to go to space. And so I've that, seen this picture. I have you? She has yes, shown it to me. I, will, I have. Yes. Will you please um slide into my DMs with that? <laughs> Later. And that just started the love. Then it became a thing where people send me pictures of cats oh my goodness. wearing clothes. What about like a calendar? Do you have a cats wearing clothes calendar? No, but I would love it. But <gasps> I, I don't saw- want a cat. Ooh. Allergic to cats. It's just funny. You're allergic to cats? Yeah. Oh, well, I am too. It makes okay, sense good. because you could get a hairless cat, which needs to wear clothes in order to be warm. So really, there's a there's a gift. <laughs> there's a gift waiting under your <laughs> tree this year. <laughs> please don't. Did you get, what I want. Did you get your sweater at Kohl's? How'd you know? I have that in dark gray. I've had it a couple years. Gosh, she's so fashionable, so it makes me feel good when we match. Great minds think alike. (laughs) Thanks, you. I'm excited that I walked in on this podcast. I know. Um, We were just talking about how um, (gasps) my aunt and uncle have some tech issues. They're 81 years old. And so um, my aunt texted me to ask me if we wanted to come up for Christmas this year. We normally do. Nice. And I said, sure. And she said, well, this year it's only going to be munchies and mimosas. <laughs> I was like, well, all right. That so I have no idea why we're going to have the munchies at my 81-year-old aunt and uncle's house, but it should be a good time. It's always a good time with family when there's a little champagne involved. Oh, right? oh 100%. I'm pretty sure that's why how we get through the holidays like with a little bit of champagne i mean how alcoholics do i guess i'm just kidding it just (laughs) (laughs) what you're saying is you spent money on drugs and alcohol today cammy both the drugs and them this podcast is going real downhill but i like it oh my goodness oh my gosh i'm kidding 
I'm so glad that you're here. Why are you embarrassed? This is so fun. This is, what we, this is how we record it. For yeah. real? Yeah. Can we just edit it? No, we don't edit it. This is all going to be... Oh my gosh, I thought you were going to take that out. <laughs> nope. No, but it's true. It's true. We just own our stuff here. Oh, we I say stuff do. we shouldn't say. We say oh, where yeah. we work. Shouldn't do that. You say where you work. <laughs> I do not. Say, I don't true. say where no, I no, work. No, 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 no. That's true. That's true. Too many kids involved and stuff. Like, <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, we might have to edit this podcast. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to. Everything's good. But you got in an accident. I got into a car accident. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Are you yeah. feeling like sorry yet or anything? A little. Yeah, bit. yeah. Both of us during the concert were like, oh my shoulder's a little bit stiff. Tomorrow morning probably be worse. Yep. Sorry. It's okay. She was nice, at least. Yeah, like they pulled pulled over really quick. Yeah. And okay, good. We took Every, care of everyone's really fine. Yeah. It's fine. And you still had your dinner, so you're good. Yeah. Right. We stress ate sushi. Well, one I of us stress ate sushi. Because you were stressed. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> she, week in your elbow, so yes. It's yeah, been it's a week in my it's elbow. That's what we should talk about too. Oh yeah. Talk about your elbow. There's always something with Liz. Liz has an elbow thing. I had to have a blood Liz. transfusion. It's been like a... You did this week? <laughs> I did <Yeah>. last week. <laughs> Stop! Why? Um, because I have severe anemia. Sarah. I know. But dangerous. Dallas... She texted me afterwards and was like, I feel awesome. I felt already. so good. <gasps> Do you know... Okay, so I have O negative blood. So podcast I'm people, I have, I'm also oh negative. Yeah, Liz is O negative, but I don't want any of her blood because she always has some weird disease, like some <laughs> tropical thing that nobody wants. But <gasps> Dallas, our youth blood. pastor here at the church that I work at, he has O negative blood and he offered me some of his blood. Is that not so nice? God bless, God bless okay, him. I offered you some of mine too. Yes. You just rejected Tropical it. disease, Liz. <laughs> yeah, haven't you had some, some of the stuff? What do you yeah. think about malaria? I've had malaria. I've had typhoid. Oh, that's She's had typhoid, scabies, MRSA. She's okay. like the trifecta. MRSA too? Yeah. <laughs> she she is the trifecta of My contagious diseases. Yeah. And then I tried. Tell us how you hurt your elbow. This is really embarrassing. <laughs> Actually, it's not. I was doing my job. I was at a local elementary school during their lunch recess, which is where we volunteer regularly. And we're playing basketball. And you know when you're playing with students and they're just getting really excited and they start to crowd you I felt like that crowding was happening so I took like one more step to try to slow myself down and they just got me and I, got, I tripped and I fell and I hit my elbow really hard on yeah, the ground yeah it looks gnarly and I hit my knee really hard on the ground and but I got back up and like kept playing my phone got cracked in the process I was not happy um but I didn't go to the emergency room because I didn't think it was that bad but then, like, the next it day... It looks gross. It's swollen and it's black and blue. Dead. It looks way better it now. It looks way better. But it was but so it's swollen. It's swollen right now. Yeah. It was really bruised. And, the bruising's better. Um, anyway, then on Monday, I was at Hobby Lobby getting something, and someone with their cart just ran right into my arm just the right way, and I just thought, I really should get this checked out. It's been a week. Did you curse? No. In your own head? Was that Hobby Lobby? <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't curse can't at Hobby curse. Lobby. Yeah, it's like going cursing at church. No. And it beeps you out. Yeah. It just knows. I get just get escorted out of the store. No. <laughs> um, but I went and they X-rayed it three different ways, and she was like, "Uh, it doesn't look broken." Oh, so. that's convincing. It doesn't look broken. So I'm just supposed to wait and see. Well, 
It could huh. take six to eight weeks for it to start, like, yeah. not being swollen anymore joints? and feeling better. Joints hurt, dude. It's bad. It's kind of like I broke it, though. I mean, yeah. Six to eight. I'm not supposed to you did. sling it. but They like, say sometimes, like, it. a bad bruise is worse than a break because yeah. it takes longer to heal. Or yeah. a bad, bad sprain. Yeah. Like, I hit hard. The kids all stopped, and, like, they said all the curse words. <laughs> Yo, they thought they had, like, really hurt me, and well, though they, they did, <laughs> but I didn't want them to feel bad about it. Right. It, it could have been one of ten kids that was totally. playing, so, and I didn't want to make it a big deal, and I didn't want to, and really, I didn't want the school to have to do, like, do, like an incident report, report. Yeah, 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 yeah. like that, so it was not, yeah, I didn't <laughs> hit my head or anything, like, I was fine, but. What did we do? We, we were together that night. <gasps> what did we do after Monday? you hurt yourself? Oh, we had, um. Oh, that was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I had a board meeting. We had a board meeting that night, and she showed me, and I was like, oh, yikes. And, and our friend Laura was there. Yeah, who's, who's a, nurse. a nurse. And she kind of went, ooh. <laughs> but she know. said she didn't think it was broken. Right, because I could move it, and, it, like, I was doing fine. But yeah. Well. According to the doctor, it doesn't look broken. So. We, um, <laughs> together, Liz and I, like, really take advantage of health insurance. Yeah, we do. It's, it's a real <laughs> thing. Every time we've had a podcast so far, we've had to talk about some sort of illness or injury yeah, that we've had. I know. <laughs> Seven episodes. It, you guys are young. <laughs> dude, I met my deductible January, like, 13th this year. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> all right. all our prescriptions. Oh, my gosh. And then, <laughs> and then in a staff meeting, they were talking about how our – um, your flex spending, your health flex spending, like rolls over five hundred dollars. I'm like, nope, that's gone. I maxed mine out this year, and I still again, Sarah. I had surgery January thirteenth, and that's oh, all yeah. that. Like, how matters. did you know you needed the transfusion? So, um, yeah, I've been just really exhausted, and I have thyroid disease anyway, and so I just sort of thought it was that. But I finally like went to the doctor like five months ago, and was like, uh, I feel out of breath all the time. Like I really right. don't feel well. And I feel it now. Um, and they did my, like they took my blood and they were like, oh, you have like really severe anemia. And so something like your ferritin levels are supposed to be between 12 and 24 and mine were at 0.6. <gasps> so I started having ferritin <laughs> right, infusions. And then um, last time I went to the doctor and they did blood work, they were like, you really need a blood transfusion. But here's where it gets really hard for me is I'm a germaphobe. So the idea of, like, bodily fluid <laughs> freaks me out. And so I said, I really don't want to do that. And the hematologist was like, why not? It's going to make you feel so much better. And I was like, because I don't want someone else's blood in me. <laughs> and then he asked if I was a Jehovah's Witness. Because I guess Jehovah's Witnesses don't do blood transfusions. No, no they don't. I had no idea. Yeah, but, like, I i mean, you just you just die? Like, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so I can no longer be a Jehovah's Witness. I got the blood. But <laughs> I did have the nurse put a bag over the bag so I couldn't see it. Like, oh, I didn't I didn't want to see the blood actually going into me. But I'm not joking. Halfway through, I was like, oh, this is what it feels like to, like, take a full breath. <gasps> yeah, I had no idea. That's and so, amazing. Right. So I have to have another one next week. Wait, the best um, part of this story <laughs> Is that she had to have a Band-Aid on her arm, and she had an allergic reaction to the Band-Aid. I did. I still have. She's like, like <laughs> you can still see yeah, all around. That was two weeks ago. And I I had a severe allergic reaction to the bandage they put on it. That's I was crazy. fine. The blood was great, but I had to have a prescription. <laughs> because the, of the Band-Aid. A steroid, because the Band-Aid gave me an allergic reaction. Is some weird Band-Aid? I don't know. I'm allergic to latex, and so it must have had, like, some, something in it. It was, like, yeah. a waterproof thing, but I was awesome. Like, not <laughs> right. only am I, like, dying, I have no blood. Um, and you're getting someone else's fluids. And I'm O-negative, which, 
you know, is the universal donor, and that's great. Except, I so I can give blood to anybody. I can't do. But when I give I when I give blood, I give it to three babies, because I yeah. I have whatever virus they look for. It's I'm negative for something. I'm, I'm a baby beggar. You're baby. A, ba- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> a baby. <laughs> Bagger? Bagger. That's awesome. A baby bagger. Because like it goes to three in three different, different bags. Wow. Yeah. It goes to three That's different amazing. babies. Crazy. But the problem is that they have to keep so much O negative blood in stock because if somebody comes in with a trauma and they don't know their blood type, that's right. Then they don't I mean, you don't know and you have to give O negative blood. And so I actually had to wait a couple of days because they didn't have enough blood in stock to give me. You're no, isn't that crazy? Wow. So I'm learning so much about blood. <laughs> and you have to do it again. And I have to do it one more time. So they're hoping that um, that so there's something something with my thyroid is is suppressing my bone marrow. It's like a whole thing. Oh and so they're hoping wow. that I know, I know, <laughs> I'm so actually wild. I'm actually dying. Um, <laughs> and well, no, it's hard because like you tell people this and they kind of freak out and I'm kind of freaked out about it too but my hematologist is like we can just keep giving you blood so it's good right but like when I told Matt I had to have a blood transfusion he was like are you dying <laughs> like are you okay I'm like I think I'm okay and so <laughs> they didn't say that. yeah but it does sound scary it's like whenever you have something scary, scary. Yeah. but I feel like I only hear people having blood transfusions when they're having serious operations or they have like cancer you know, or, or cancer yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, what's really crazy, too, is that um, a hematologist was like, oh, yeah, don't get into any sort of traumatic accidents because, <laughs> because you could bleed. I mean, really, like, you're a court low. And, so, and then we got rear-ended. And then we got rear-ended. I'm like, oh, but I'm fine and feeling much better. And, yeah, so things are good. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for being on the podcast today, Cammie. It was so oh, nice. We'll have to have an act when you actually We'll have an in-depth conversation about cats wearing clothes. I'll bring pic- when you're well, ready, you'll see the pictures, we can post no, them. we can post well, them. We could talk- oh, please. Yeah, we'll post them online. Ones, like one that looks like Benjamin Franklin with the wig. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's my favorite episode of The Office too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know yes. exactly what I'm talking about yep. when he's um, flirting with Pam. <laughs> that's and Dwight's trying to figure out if he's, if he's really yeah. been Franklin. Yeah. Oh, I, hi. Thank you for letting me come. Thank you, you so much. For being on the podcast. No, it's better this way. I it is. It's it. so much better this way. <laughs> I love it. Bye, Bye Cammie. Carry your bodies out of your <laughs> We, we <Okay>. will. <laughs> That's Cammie. <laughs> she will be back. <laughs> she will. All right. I've talked enough about me. Okay. So, Liz, tell me about um, what you've been doing with work. I know you have a lot going with on. Work, um, so, last week, we had a Christmas party with um, one of our sites that meets at a park. Okay. Um, we had 45 students. Age ranging from kindergarten all the way to, I think sophomores in high school. So it was wow. a large range, okay. um, forty-five of them. And then this last Wednesday we had a Christmas party with our second after-school program site. There are about thirty there. Um, but what the really great thing about this time of year is that so many people um, want to give to our students, right. and we've actually learned that if we have a specific list of things, people like that. We used right. to think that. And I think maybe it's just being in nonprofit work for so long that, oh, whatever you give is yeah, great. Yeah, you just need to take what you can get. But sometimes it's just junk. And so right. we've been over the last couple of years, there's a, a group who gives stockings for our students that oh, are just full of so stuff, nice. candy and earphones and that kind of stuff. And we give that to all of our students. And this year, a new church bought board games for every one of our students. Wow. 
And so we wrapped them all. So they got a game that they love. It's either Uno or Connect Four or something like that. How about the game Perfection? Have you ever played that? I love the game Perfection. <laughs> Liz earlier decided that she would try I to play do it. Perfection. I and she kept telling me, off. oh, I could do it. But Ugh, it took her three f- tries. Three, three tries. One, two tries. It took okay. Me two. It took her two tries. Not three. I don't know. We should try I to play Uno. You the, I showed you the back spot where you can put the pieces when you're not that's playing. true except i did it in one take so except you have no boom. evidence of it i had a witness witness can i get a witness can i get a witness anyway, anyway. who was your witness um Alyssa. fine so she's honest <laughs> she is honest <laughs> um so we've had two christmas parties tuesday Ma'am. was also my dog's birthdays oh happy birthday to your dogs they turned nine are they nine years They're old? They're nine years Aww, old. They are Romeo senior, and Lola. They are senior ladies. <laughs> Dude, those dogs have nine lives. Yeah, they do. They've been through some stuff. Oh, man. That's for another podcast. It the is. The nine lives of my dogs. My goodness. They're just like you. So it's so funny because people look at Romy, who's my who's a, my white dog. She's a retriever dachshund mix. So she has these stubby little <laughs> She's real legs. weird. She literally looks exactly like one of our golden retrievers, except tiny. With little tiny legs. It's so weird. <laughs> um, she... She's a little bit chubbier than my other dog. A lot of it chubbier than my other Big dog. Big girls need love, too. <laughs> but when I tell the vet all that she's been through, they're just, they just say, she's happy. <laughs> Let her live happy. Just and I'm like, her, okay. Just give her what she wants to eat. <laughs> Basically. Just give her what she wants. She's lucky to be here. Yeah. So we've done that all month long. We've been doing light tours for all of our sites. And so I've hosted a few of those yeah. Wednesday evenings with people from my church. I did one great. with you. It was fun. Yeah. With my mom and Janet. <laughs> it's and one other person. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, yeah. There's one other person. Without. Yeah, I grew up on that side of town. And it's yeah. always funny kind of hearing um, what people think yeah. of the side of town you grew up on that was the bad side of town or considered like the bad yeah. side of town. And that's where I live now. And that's where Liz lives. And that's so where I, I grew up. a lot of stuff. And yeah. it was like, wow, you grew up here <laughs> a little like nervous. And even now you live here, Liz. Yeah, yeah. This is where I live. Yeah. But it's so funny because as I... Every time I've done that, I didn't know that, like, kids were outside. Mm-hmm. And so the next day when I would go to the park, they'd be like, oh, we saw you driving the van around. Yeah. Like, what were you doing? So I got to tell them a little bit, like, just showing people in the neighborhood. Some of them have right. never been over here. And the they... kids get super excited. I yeah. think we talked about this before, but it's sort of like when you see your teacher outside of school. Yeah. You know, like, I saw you. Yeah. And I think that's really cute. You have a um, really good established relationship with the kids. And so yeah. um, they get to see you, like, in, in their neighborhood. Right. Which um, is so cool. Yeah, so that's been great. Um, it's been it was a lot of work leading yeah. up to it, but it's just been everyone that has done the tour has just loved loved right. it. Um, yeah, so we're excited just to continue continue living, and our ministry is growing over there. So it's yeah, kind of waiting for the new year to come to see. Do you it. feel like you're sort of so now you're like on the other side of all this craziness? Do you sort yeah. of feel like you can take a breath? Yeah, same. It's, <laughs> it's I have a couple other things to do. I have to deliver some things to some people. But that's easy. Yeah. Drugs, um, mostly. <laughs> ornaments, <laughs> Christmas cards, those kind of things. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're going to be vague, I'm just going to fill in the blanks <laughs> and whatever, wherever the <laughs> chips may land, <laughs> we're just going to go with it. Hopefully they land in salsa. Ooh. There you go. I still want to eat chips and salsa on this podcast, even though. It would be so much crunching. It would be <laughs> so, so much crunching. <laughs> oh, I know. So I worked um, 83 hours last week. I yeah. calculated it. I um, 
had a church event. We had um, comedian Dustin Nickerson yeah. here at church. He and was so funny. He's so funny. He's um, and just kind of a nice guy. He's, he's a good guy. It was just so funny. So I came with my brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. My brother who decided before he got here that he was not going to laugh. And my sister- <laughs> I'm glad he predetermined whether <laughs> he would laugh. My sister-in-law who laughs at everything and laughs kind of loudly. Yeah. And so it's just funny because you have these two, one who's trying to hold it all in and the other one who's just laughing. Just, right. And I'm just, and I'm enjoy- I, it was just a fun evening. Yeah. Time. We had a good time. Everyone had a really good time. I had one of my best friends from high school, um, Nathan, was here with his junior high aged son. Mm-hmm. And one of Dustin's things is like making fun of teenagers. Yeah. And so it was really funny because, um, the other thing that he makes fun of are 30-year-olds. So yeah. Nathan's a 30-year-old. His son is a middle schooler. And they were nudging each other, like, the whole time. Yeah. And um, I talked to Nathan today, and he was like, oh, yeah, the whole, like, for days afterwards, we were quoting and, like, nudging each other and making fun of each other. And so that's what you want is an event where all yeah. ages can kind of come and, and have a good time. And it was a different Christmas event than right. I had ever been to. Good. And I, you know, and I like the Christmassy things. Like, tonight was a Christmas concert right. here. Um but to have a little something different in just kind of a chaotic time for me was yeah. just really nice. A diff- it was just a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of work to put on, of course. <laughs> um, but when I got to sit down and actually be part of it, um, my other friend, Josiah James, mm-hmm. um, he's a songwriter. Yeah. Um, has written some songs for Lincoln Brewster, Audio Adrenaline. He opened and poor guy was sick. and he, um, But he still showed up. And yeah, yeah it was fun. I got to kind of sit down and enjoy it. And that was really fun. And then... Two days later, I had um, the Danny Goki, oh, Nicole, yeah. no, what's her name? Natalie Grant. Natalie Grant. Oh, sorry. I almost said Nicole Nordeman. I was at this show. Um, <laughs> that show that I was working, and that's really fun. Being a concert promoter, you get yeah. to kind of see. I, I really like the production of things, and so getting to be behind the scenes and, and assist and how things work is really fun, but it's a long long day and yeah. so I did sneak Danny Goki into my gym so that was of course I don't really know who Danny Goki is I mean I know now and I may have made him cry but that's, <laughs> that's a different time I don't want to out um Danny Goki's emotional status no he was fine um we're just talking about deep things that's a thing lately for me is yeah um I've been trying really hard to make conversations just more purposeful and not not that you can't have like the shallow I like those too like you and I are a good example of that. We we kind of go from... Yeah, we can go back yeah. and forth, back and forth the whole time. It's so funny because we can also go to dinner and both be on our phones and just... Right. That's quality time right I there. feel like that's the <laughs> pinnacle of friendship. Yep. When I can completely ignore you and do something else and, like, you're fine, you don't need me to entertain you. I, I think I was watching the basketball game tonight on right at the restaurant and you were on your phone and it, was, and it wasn't awkward. No, it was fine. It was fine. But then we jump, jumped into other things and it's like yeah oh, here we go yeah and that, that's just kind of how it is but yeah. um just it's so funny because i feel like people want to be almost not just asked hard questions but regardless of the of the depth of your relationship i think that you can have really faithful imperative conversations about life yeah with people that you're not even that close to if the intention is to give them the platform to do that mm-hmm. and so so often i feel like like shallow small talk gets a bad rap and I'm sort of that way too where sometimes I'm like all right this just feels awkward yeah but I don't think that we have to necessarily have that I think that we have that because we don't know how to like give people the opportunity Mm -hmm. and so um I think there's a little part of us that we're afraid if we ask something that might be too invasive 
Yeah. And they might be whatever. But I'm not joking. Like, for the most part, when I ask somebody the tough question, it's almost like, oh, like, let me answer that for you. Yeah. I've even found the last couple of weeks, I had some friends of mine visit from out of town. And they were a part of my life when a lot of my ministry stuff was was just kind of falling apart right. when I was living um, in Mexico. And he and she were both like part of this, mm-hmm. not not involved in that, but they were they were there and they sure. were just kind of observing it. And I had and I told them a couple of weeks ago, I said, I wish somebody would have talked to me. Yeah. Just to even ask how I'm really doing. And he said, I wanted to so bad, but it didn't feel appropriate. And now mm-hmm. and now it's like it's time we're going to kind of um, we're going to connect again just to just to it's been a long time since we've seen each other. Right. Um but yeah, I think people are afraid to ask some of those questions or to start that conversation. But a lot of times, you don't know if people are struggling. They just need someone to, right. to notice Just them. open the door. Yeah. Just open the door for me. Like, I can't open the door on this myself because there's no good segue. Yeah. You know, sometimes you want to say the things and you just can't say the things yeah. because you don't have the opportunity. But I think so often, people really want to be known. Yeah. Like, they really do. Um, you know, we deal sort of in this world where people are struggling very much with identity. Yeah. Um, and you see it contributing to things like suicide. You know, people and, and not to get too like deep about my own struggles, but that's where I sort of struggle is this idea that like if people really know me, mm-hmm. will they still love me? Yeah. Like if I'm not perfect, if I'm not this, if I'm not this um, thing to them, will they still love me? Because you can put on the show. Yeah. And I can do it. Like, I can walk out into the lobby during church and do the happy, like... You answer all the questions correctly and dot 100%, my eyes, my and then get into my car and sob because I just feel like none of those yeah. people know me. Now, part of that's my own, like, issues with self-worth and things, but sometimes you just have those people that will, will look at you and go, what's up? Yeah. Like, I know that this is a show. Yeah. And to have those people who are willing to, like, say the hard thing or ask you the hard question, like, those are the people that I know even, love me. Or even just to notice you. Right. To notice that... Something isn't that they quite... That they can see through the fake answers or yeah. just the, the rehearsed answers right. to some of those questions. Right. They can go, no, something's happening. Right. Like, what's going on, you now, know? Or, now, I really am sort of a valley girl who just, like, is perky and blah, blah, blah a lot of the time. See, like, I'm that's, not, unfortunately. Right. Usually when I'm really perky... <laughs> then I'm like, what's wrong with you? Who died? No, I mean, I have to, for work and stuff. Yeah, I definitely have a a, a work face for sure. Because I don't want to be the well, it's professional with kids. Yeah, <laughs> like right. You know, um, I'm so depressed today, kids. <laughs> but it's but it, even they can kind of tell like something's off with right. you today. And, yeah. Um, well, and the thing and is, it's so too, funny because they, sometimes they're more honest with me, or they can point that out mm. to me more than uh, some of my friends do because they're yeah. afraid of hurting my feelings. Where these the students I work with just go you're mean today. What's wrong with you? It's like, oh, okay. Then I have to go, okay, right. Wait, hold on, you know. Well, and, and the real hard part in any of this is that, yeah, like it's easy when you notice that something's wrong. Yeah. But for someone like me who has like pretty high functioning anxiety, pretty high functioning depression yeah. when I'm struggling with depression, um, it's not very easily noticed. Um, and so I'm trying to make sure that just because somebody in my life seems like they have it all together because I can seem like I have it yeah all together like I right like I work at a church I'm writing a book I you know like whatever Mm -hmm. and and it's like oh so great and really am feeling bad like like I can for sure do that and so I just have to assume that there are other people who 
because they keep it together pretty well, maybe don't get those outlets to be um, real honest about things. And so that's just been something like... I feel like I'm also trying to be um, more conscious of that this time of year specifically. Yeah. Because holidays, I think people feel like they need to put on a face or put on a mask. And um, I mean, I can do that too, but I think being able to notice people, ask them questions, check in on them um, is really important. Right. Because it's easy for, it's sometimes easier to put the mask on. Well, and even for the questions. And so to be the person to go, I, I see behind that mask. Yeah. Is everything okay? Do you need help with something? What What can I do for you? Yeah. You know. Well, even for me, you know, I grew up in a home that was pretty abusive. Yeah. And holidays were always one of those times that um, I always say, like, holidays, babies, funerals, like, like any time that there are, like, expectations um, are when people sort of start to, um, like, crumble. Yeah. So if you've ever been around somebody getting married um, – <laughs> It's stressful and, and, you know, energies are sort of high, but so is tension. Yeah. Um, holidays is for sure one of those times. And for me, like, I grew up in – and it's sort of funny now, like, looking back on it. But my mom would do things like get really angry at us and, like, throw the Christmas tree out the door. Now, yeah. <laughs> it's it was crazy. <laughs> I can yeah. kind of look at it now and, like, huh, our Christmas tree every year lasts until after Christmas. Like, how nice. It never happened growing Like, yeah. it was just a thing. And I don't know um, – like why that was always a thing. But now I look back on it and I sort of laugh. But then there are also times where you're surrounded by family things. And when you don't have that family, that's like going to spend this great, you know, I'm going to spend time with my aunt and uncle and I love them and it's going to be great. But I don't have the parents that care about me. I don't have, you know, some of Mm -hmm. those things. And again, I'm okay. Like I go to counseling, I deal with it. But am I going to lie and say that it's not difficult? No. No. Like I... Um, sat behind friends tonight and um, at our Christmas concert and I love them and they're great and they have a family that's really loving and, and wonderful and sometimes it's hard for me and and it's not because of them like yeah. it's it's because of my mm-hmm. own like life experience and so I know that about me and because I know that about me and I know that so many families have dealt with like or people have dealt with like abuse and dysfunction and um Things that really make holidays difficult, broken families and deciding where you're going to spend time and somebody being mad at you because you spent more time with like, like there's so much of that. Well, even in my, like my family who, and we all try to kind of get along. Yeah. Yeah. We get along really well, but, um, it's easy to feel left out or feel like you're not heard, especially with the political climate we have currently, which is really hard, um stuff that's happening in churches and I mean not just my church but like other churches um, Mm -hmm. around town because my family goes to a bunch of different ones right just the expectations that are held when um, family doesn't live close and they come and visit so trying to you know see and I love all of those things and I love all the people in my family but it can easily become dysfunctional yeah when anyone pushes a little too hard on one thing or another and Mm -hmm. um, we've had you know some really hard conversations in our family just because we don't want to alienate people right with those conversations yeah and so so being really careful yeah um about things but again and those that's just i mean normal family things that yeah. doesn't really address like people who are struggling beyond that and, yeah. and don't have outlets to talk oh, yeah. to you know and i even have friends who you know struggle with things and can't afford therapy like, they can't afford to go see a counselor. Mm. So I always feel pretty grateful because our insurance affords me to um, to go and see somebody um, regularly to sort of deal with stuff. But um, just being aware that 
no matter who we're talking to, no matter where we go, like we can start conversations that are really deep and meaningful. Yeah. You know, we don't have to um, keep things shallow just because our relationship isn't this or that. I think sometimes we get in our own heads too much and that limits our ability to actually enter into the stories of those around us, even if they're around us for half an hour. Right. And even I think you can ask those hard, deep questions and the person who you're talking to will either answer it or they won't. And yeah. if they don't, it doesn't mean they don't like you. Maybe right. they just weren't ready to answer that question. Totally. And it's totally fine. I've been asked things that are right difficult or not even difficult, but maybe more nuanced than the time yeah. allows for me to explain. Um, and so I just find ways to sort of say, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And like I can take it up to a shallower level if. I'm more comfortable there or if I or if the time or space or situation doesn't really allow for me to go mm-hmm. deeper. And so again, there's I don't think that you can really do damage by allowing things to be yeah deeper or more meaningful. I agree. Yeah. It's funny um so someone was talking to me, one of our pastors on staff was talking to me. He's um currently going to seminary and he was talking about online relationships and whether you can have like meaningful um, relationships with people that you don't know in real life or don't know super well in real life. Mm -hmm. And it got me really thinking about just how, um, how deep the relationships are in my life with people now. Like I have like 730 Facebook friends. (laughs) How many of those people do I have like real relationships with? Right. Not very many. Like, I probably have deep relationships with five people. Hmm. You know, like, like people who I think really know me, yeah. probably about five people. Um, You know, most people have family that knows them really well, and I don't have that. So that kind of yeah. takes, you know, it's going to be less for me, and I get that. But then I think about my real-life circle, and most of my real-life circle in general, it's not like I have deep relationships with that many people. Hmm. You know, and so, and then I think of, like, online people. So I have a couple of, like, Twitter friends that I talk to pretty regularly. Um, this girl, who, Erin, who lives um, in the Bay Area. And she and I have never met. We have connections because she goes to a Nazarene church. Yeah. And so um, some of my friends, like, she knows some of my friends. And, it, it, and it's kind of yeah. one of those things. But she's one of those people who I've talked to regularly online. And I would say that we talk about meaningful things but I also think that we're not created to have these like everyday day-to-day meaningful relationships with everyone so sometimes it's easy to knock like online situations but that's sort of our new normal yeah like can I have meaningful relationships with people online yes can I have meaningful relationships with people in person yes Yes. am I meant to have super deep meaningful relationships like day-to-day meaningful relationships with every single person in my life on day-to-day no no I can't do it yeah um it's funny during one of the light tours we -hmm. had um some people that that, from your church that came and one of them came up to me and she just said oh you and Sarah must be really good friends you must have been friends for a long time Mm -hmm. must be must have been friends for so long and I said actually it's only been about two years yeah and was it Sue? Yeah. <laughs> she listens to our podcast. Yeah. She's great. Um, and I said, no, it's only been about two years. And people yeah. just don't believe that because you and I, we talk so much. Right. But like in my life, you're one of those people who I can have a deep, meaningful conversation Same. with. Right. Um, and there are other people in, um, and I'm like you, I don't have a ton of people. Yeah. I have, I've been burned by relationships in the past. Um, yeah. And so I'm really careful with that. Um, 
on purpose. Mm-hmm. But it's not that you have to earn my trust. It's that I just need to, to know that I can share with you and that not everything is going to be shared. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's about my only thing. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um, we don't have to agree on everything nope. to have a meaningful conversation. You and I don't agree with on everything. No. Like, it, and it's normal and it's okay. Right. Um, and so I think that there's just this way to... Make sure that we're allowing space for meaningful discussion and real life things and struggles. And at the same time, have our people. Yeah. Like, I can do both. I can have meaningful conversations with people who I might not talk to every day and I'm not going to be best friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can give each other that platform. Um, and at the same time, like, I can reserve most of my energy for those people in my life who are my yeah. people. And so just kind of trying to find this tension has been, or like, like good, good rhythm in that tension, um, has been something I've really focused on this year. And, um, it's funny. I mean, I've seen a little bit of the fruit from it this year, Mm -hmm. but a lot in this last week, like, I just feel Mm -hmm. like I've been a little more like, you know, what, whatever. And I feel like I've been a super bad friend this week because (laughs) I've just been so swamped with stuff. I mean, you asked me the other day, did you really have that much on your calendar or did it just feel overwhelming? And I was like, no, I like got home at 9 30 every night right. I went to work at 8 o'clock and I wasn't asking morning. that to invalidate right. you I was asking that because I know that you're a lot like me and sometimes the expectations we place on ourselves can be right. more than any expectation anyone else right. places on us exactly and so I was like is it really and like I'm, your calendar's full or do you feel like you have to keep earning like <laughs> and I knew what you were what yeah, you were saying right. but I was like no for real my calendar has just been full and Same. I, I think you and I started texting last night for the first time yeah in like a week because I I've just been other I've just, than vacational tweets <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, okay. it's, I like this time of year I like the I like people this time of year yeah um not that I don't like them throughout the year but yeah. it just feels like there's a, a a spirit of joy, a spirit of right of just generosity hope. and yeah, yeah, all those things. Um, but it gets it gets hard even with the calendar. But it's still even in that, it's fun just to see what God's been doing and right. how He's been. I mean, it's so, so. I talked about those gifts that that church got for us. Oh yeah, it was so funny because on Black Friday, right after Thanksgiving, I was going to bed and I thought, oh my gosh, I forgot to even advertise that I forgot I've been so bad on social media this year it's not even it's not even funny how bad it's been um and I know a social media manager who could help oh good um (laughs) and I I just I was panicking because I'm going oh my gosh we're gonna have to buy 85 gifts right and it's not a big deal we can budget it we can we can work with you have the money yeah it's not that we can do it but it would stretch us really thin in the spring and then the next probably 10 minutes later Amanda texts me and goes Hey, my sister's church wants to take care of this for so us. So crazy. We just need to get them a list by Monday. And I thought, what? Like, yeah. Like, what? What do you mean by this? And she said they want to get the gifts, um, put. Tags Did you on feel them, like Alexa was spying them. on you? A little bit. Like yeah. Amanda was a new Alexa, but <laughs> but it was great. And that that church was a huge blessing to us. I think out of the eighty three that we gave them, we had to buy six. That's so awesome. You know, and I know was, I was with you was at so Target good. trying to buy. Uno. Just regular Uno. They just didn't Why have can't it. we find regular freaking Uno? No, and then I went to Walmart by myself. Ugh. At like 10 o'clock at night. Whew. I don't go to stores around Christmas. That's just a mistake. Well, I needed them the next day. <laughs> so okay. I was like, I have to get this done. But it's just been great seeing how God yeah. has just... He always... He's always doing really 
cool things. And it's just this time of year, I feel like I'm more attuned to what he's doing. And right. I can, I see it re- more regularly this time of year. Yeah. And maybe so, even the needs are greater too. You kind yeah. of see him providing a little more. I forget sometimes that, that at the toughest, you know, and this has been a tough year. Yeah. Um, for me, last year was tough too. It's, it's, it's just been like a weird. I was talking with my boss earlier and I said, you know, it felt like the first six months of this year, we created this playbook of what we were going to do because we were going to launch this new thing. And then it felt like one, like. It was like a domino effect of like everything not working out. Every single thing. (laughs) Right. So pretty much the month of August, we were devastated yeah because everything we had worked so hard for for six months was basically flushed down the toilet like throw it in the shredder we're not doing right. any of it well it's so funny um liz and i just went and saw a couple of weeks ago we went and saw rob bell yeah um so good in sacramento and i know he has some um theological differences than a mm-hmm. lot of um evangelicals that i know yeah um not probably as much as is sort of rumored yeah. Um, I read all of his stuff. I listen to his podcast. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of the criticism is actually quite unfair. Um, that said, we went to this um, tour that he did, and it was called An Introduction to Joy. And it was it was it's so, so good. good. It was One, really good. Rob Bell is an incredibly talented communicator. Yeah. Um, you will rarely find someone who's so confident. He's so confident on stage, and he does these, like, these things. I've seen him several times. Now. I think I've gone to all of his tours. Um, he, like, scoots his feet back. Like, like yeah. he just kind of has these, like, mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also just confident. Like, he, he'll have, like, a long pause. But not to think about things. To, like, create dramatic effect. Like, it's yeah. so... He's just so talented. And it's just him on a stage basically lecturing for an hour. But it's... Right. And people pay 50 bucks to go. Yeah. And it was really good. Like, he... I don't know... Um, it was just, it was, yeah. I mean, you text me with the night before, like, we yeah. want to go. It was on a Friday mm-hmm. and I just thought, oh man, like, okay, I know I'm doing it. Let's go. And it was so good. I mean, I knew it was going to be, but right. just trying to fit it in. But And the yeah, premise so of his talk, um, you know, he talked about, and this is something that I can super relate to and you can too, um, that as a pastor, he was like a 25 year old pastor. And that as a pastor, you have this unique invitation into people's lives and so he talked about the different levels of relationship that you have with people and that when there's um like extreme tragedy or extreme joy pastors are often invited into that inner circle and so they get to witness slash have to witness um some really good but some also like really hard things and so he would like go on a hospital visit it was like a kid who committed suicide and his family's like praying over you know like like he's on life support and his family's praying over him and then he has to go and have dinner with his family. And it was like a kid's birthday. Right. And so. and he's supposed to, you know, turn off the sadness and all of a sudden, like, experience this fullness of joy with his family and how for a long time those things felt like conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he talked about how, um, like, so so I have dealt with compassion fatigue in the, in the past. And that's sort of the idea that, like, when you witness really hard things or you enter into the pain of people, like, how am I supposed to do that and then be okay enough at the end to actually be a good friend or or even just carry the story well with you right or just not be sad all the time like like I would start to feel guilty um about being happy and so sometimes I get that like on mission trips and things Mm -hmm. like like I've done this and now I have to leave and like 
Like it never, you know. And now I go back to my regular life. Right. There's a little bit of me that almost wants to avoid the reality of hard things because it's so hard for me to cope afterwards. And so um, I totally related to that. And then he talked about how there's a cynicism that can rise up in you um, when you've dealt with a lot of these things. Like you can see that things in the world are really screwed up and bad. Mm -hmm. And his whole thing was like, and how do we, how do we quell the cynicism? We go, we like, let it, let it say what it needs to say. We talk about how bad things can be. Like things can be bad. Kids are abused. Um, Like people are starving in other countries. There's war. There are all of these things. And you know what? They're really bad. And he goes, but guess what? It gets worse. We're We're all all going to die. die. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, you're sitting there like, huh, uplifting message, you know, but it was all about how. He said something like, and that's all tonight. (laughs) And that's all folks. Bye. (laughs) But then he, he talked about Ecclesiastes and this idea that everything is meaningless and it's all a vapor and how because of that and things are bad, like we can look and say, you know what? You're right. Like it sucks. Somebody just lost their kid, but I'm sitting at dinner with my family right now. Am I going to like take this moment? Am I going to ruin this moment with being sad about the realities of life, which we yeah. can't escape from? Or am I going to say this could all be gone tomorrow? And so I'm going to live in the moment, Right now and so it's been um really good for me because even this last few weeks has been difficult I have some anxieties there were some issues that I'm I'm dealing with and there's a little bit of self-talk now that's like but guess what (laughs) it gets worse we're all gonna die (laughs) so I can either keep sitting in this and saying oh this is gonna ruin everything or I can say you know what that sucks because I have a problem with positive thinking, and I don't mean I have a problem with doing it. I have a problem with people who, um, like, insist that people should be positive. Yeah. Because it's fake. Like, not everything is good and happy and joyful. Um, yeah. But the way to experience true joy is to know that they aren't. Like, yeah. to know that they are and to, to really try to, like, seek joy in those moments. And so um, it was really good for me coming up to a holiday season. Mm-hmm. A holiday in which we celebrate joy. (laughs) Right. I mean, one of those songs is Joy to the World. We sang it tonight. But oftentimes, we're so bogged down with stress and expectations and relationships. And if you work in ministry... That joy can sometimes feel impossible. Right. Um, But this year's been been hard for me, too. But just how... It's also been great in seeing the help that has come. Right. And so this Christmas season, the last two weeks specifically, that have just been thing after thing after thing after thing... um, it's been good to be able to step back from some of those things yeah. and go, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. I mean, I keep talking about our Christmas party that mm-hmm. happened not No, last but Saturday, it's amazing. But my mom said something to me. She said, it must have been good because you're still talking about it. Yeah. Like you must, something must have happened, whether something actually happened or whether just in your heart that something happened because you're still talking about it. Right. And she said, I mean, you talk about work things, but you keep going back to this Christmas party. And yeah. I said, and nothing special even happened. Yeah. We did this. It was the same exact party that we had last year. But I don't know. There was just something about it this well, year. Well, that's just it. Like, nothing special happened. And that's okay. Yeah. You can find joy in the fact that you had a Christmas party with kids that, and it was amazing. And you get to be a part of the story. Mm-hmm. You we know, had, I mean, we had students who were, you know, one who is associated with a gang and he's pretty vocal about it we have 
your nerdy kids. We had your little kids who are just, you know, barely speaking English. Right. Barely speaking Spanish or Urdu. And you just kind of have all of these things mixed together. And I don't know. I We took yeah. a group picture and I was joking with them all about, okay, do all your hand gestures now before we take the picture. <laughs> smile at the picture. If you don't smile, we will stand here and take them. And I'm holding you captive because I drove all of you here. So take the picture. <laughs> you know, yeah. lecture them like a, my mom would have done. Right. Um, and the picture isn't even that good. But in the picture, you see the oldest kid mm-hmm. who's smiling. And he's the one who is um, associated with the gang. And you see, like, the youngest girl yeah. smiling because she's looking. And she's looking in, like, her stocking, which we told them not to do, which, of course, they did. And it, I don't know, there was just something yeah. there, like, there's something joyful about, you know, both of these things. And and they yeah. coexist. Yeah. And you find joy when you're looking for it. And when you can admit that not everything is perfect and good because it's not ever going to be. Yeah. And you just find it anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's good. It's good Christmas lessons. Um, introduction to joy. Introduction to joy and meaningfulness and all the things. And so we actually came to this podcast tonight, not really knowing what we were going to talk about. I'm glad we, said, we talked about this. I know. I feel so good. <laughs> feel joyful. I know. Yeah. I think that it's a conversation that needed to be had. And um, as always, if you guys ever have questions or things, or if you're even having like a kind of crappy Christmas season and you need some pep talking, we will happily do that. And so you can email us at, um, we should be or is it in the kitchen, in the kitchen podcast. I think, I think it's in the kitchen podcast, in the kitchen podcast at gmail.com gmail. or I'm not supposed to give out my number. I keep getting in trouble for this, but you can always text me at 209-684-60792. And, um, or I you can DM the Facebook page. You, oh yeah. We have a Facebook page, or um, Twitter, in the kitchen podcast. You can tweet or, us at it's in the kitchen PC at in the kitchen PC on Twitter. Um, and you can follow us there, but, um, as always, it's really good to have these conversations yeah. and, and again, have an outlet for that. And the podcast is sort of that for us. Like it's yeah. kind of this way. Um, we get to talk about things that we talk about normally, but mm-hmm. that, um, not everyone gets like, we know that not everyone gets to have these conversations with yeah. people. And so, um, this is our attempt of being at being real and honest mm-hmm. and yeah, so anyway, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I mean, we can try to record one next week, but... We probably won't <laughs> see you guys until next year, but... Well, we won't um, see you at all because it's a podcast and... Okay, well, We don't see people. Well, I was feeling really joyful until... <laughs> until I anyway. point, But it gets worse. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Yes. Have a great Christmas. <laughs> Merry Bye. Merry Christmas. <laughs>